This is the Breakfast Leadership Podcast. Boundaries or burnout, you make the choice. Here's your host, Michael Levitt. Welcome to the Breakfast Leadership Podcast. It's Michael here, and I've got a very special individual on, on the line with me today, Joy Idris. Joy, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm honored to be here, Michael. Great to have you on here. We met at the New Media Summit uh, back in February of 2019, um, which at the time of this recording wasn't that long ago, but it certainly feels like it. Um, it this year has been you know, full of all kinds of adventures, I'm sure, for you and for me. So what have you been up to since we last saw each other? Oh, I'm just so busy all the time. I, uh, Although I do take uh, time out for self-care, I must admit. <laughs> Uh, listening to you and your tips about burnout is, has been very helpful. Um, I, I'm actually um, finishing off writing a book. It's due out very soon called Joy Unleashed. So I'm going through the editing of that now. It's actually, you know, its first draft is done and then I'm just finishing that off. And I've been uh, actually doing a lot of interviews and um, polishing up my courses, you know, so taking clients. And I also run uh, an offline business. Uh, in jewelry, silver, gold, crystals, and gemstones. That keeps me busy too. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds like you have a lot of things going on and moving forward. That's And that's a great way to go about things because when you're you know, doing things that bring you joy, pardon the pun there, uh, <laughs> but it, it's not accidental. Uh, you, you, you end up having uh, what I call a really full life. And I know you're the founder of Truly Transformational, and I'd love to to dig deep into you know what that organization does, and you know what drove you to um, want to launch that and do the work that you do. So, so fill us in on on the organization and you know, some of the the history of it, and in in the types of people you love working with. Yeah, great. Uh, truly transformational for me really encapsulates what I do because. You know, when I have clients, uh, the work that we do is truly transformational, uh, amazing, magical, miraculous, you know. Um, and th I discovered this through my own miraculous turnaround, which happened about almost 20 years ago now, amazingly enough. Um, but coming from a background of abuse and trauma and struggle and pain and chronic illness and, and all of this, you know, it kind of took a toll on my body. And I went to this healing retreat kind of weekend to try and do something to address all of this. I'd tried other things, which had not really worked more than, you know, little temporary phases of, of relief. I was in a lot of pain. I was uh, crippled by the chronic fatigue at that point, um, not being able to move from room to room without crawling. Uh, so, you know, I was really at that point in my life where I said, you know, I'm going to try this weekend. And if it doesn't work, then I'm just going to give up on the world and withdraw and, you know, into a corner and not talk to anyone, not do anything. It was that bad. Um, so actually at that weekend was when the miracle occurred. Thanks be to God. <laughs> um, I had a breakthrough and the, it was a method of inner journey work. It was like meditative process, uh, going in, accessing your inner wisdom through focus on the body and accessing your cellular memories. And then 
emptying those out. You know, there's a particular way that they did that. I released a memory in particular, I remember about being raped when I was 14, a violent rape, rape where I was almost killed. But I'd kept that kind of pushed down. I hadn't dealt with it. I hadn't talked to anybody about it. Um, apart from a couple of therapists, but not my family. I didn't, you know, I hadn't really dealt with it very well. So in this weekend, I emptied all of that out and I came out of there completely healed. Uh, I was jumping around, I was singing, I had so much energy, walking around easily, you know, I, I was very happy. There was a sense of peace inside of me that's never left me since. And I remember my son saying at that point, you know, he was 10 at the time, Ooh, I like the new mummy. <laughs> there was such a change, you know, and I was just so amazed by that process that I, that was when my why was born. Okay, I need to share this with the world. I need to get this out to as many people as possible. I have truly transformed and, and it wasn't just a temporary thing. You know, it wasn't a weekend, rah, rah, and then back to, you know, being in pain or whatever again. No, the chronic fatigue never came back. I had backache that never came back. I had depression that never came back, you know, and I was in this beautiful place of really appreciating life and appreciating the moment and, and, and engaging, you know, whereas before I was withdrawing. So, you know, this, that started me and I needed to train. I trained in the method uh, and I worked with the team for a while and then I started to go off on my own and added other things to it as I went along and deepened in the process and cleared myself of everything so that I could be a clear space for my clients and that's what I do I sit within a clear space of loving kind compassionate awareness holding that space for them and inviting them to also engage in that it's like a mindful awareness process you know of their own stuff and what's inside of them and what they need to release and um, usually they'll come to me with a presenting problem so they come with you know uh, they're depressed or they're uh, in conflict about something or you know they, they, they've got relationship problems or they're being bullied or you know these kinds of things but underneath it all usually it goes right back to an early memory in childhood when something happened and very often actually it's a case of sexual abuse it's amazing how much trauma there is that is not really um oh you know that people don't know about maybe you know in a lot of families i know that there's a lot of abuse uh, that doesn't get uncovered but in these processes we uncover these things it's not always just that but you know i mean not just not always that there are other things as well like maybe a, a sibling who dies and then the other, the other sibling feels she's got survivor's guilt for example this is what happened to one of mine you know not feeling able to enjoy her life because she felt guilty that she didn't prevent her uh, her sister from from dying and and you know, then she wasn't justified to enjoy her life. Uh, but we worked through that and then she, she actually got free from all of that and was able to start enjoying her life again. So, you know, there are some amazing transformations that go on with my clients. And it's so desperately needed too. And, and you're, you're right about the, you know, the childhood traumas, um, whether it's uh, you know, sexual abuse or other other types of abuses that happen and it shapes people and even though you know they many people kind of kind of emotionally bury it and put it aside and then they don't really address it um, it lingers on in their life and the challenges that they face and you know struggles and everything that they encounter um, 
it, it just sticks around. It's, you know, it's, it's very similar or, you know, almost identical to, you know, situations where you hear about people that have PTSD and childhood trauma and can fall into that category and you, you carry it with you for your entire adult lifehood until you take the opportunity to address it and figure it out. And it sounds like that exactly. the work you do flushes that out and brings it out in a way where it's from, you know, from what I gather, it's, it's very safe. You know, it's like, okay, let's, let's bring this out. It's, you know, I, I hate using this analogy, but it, it's the first thing that came to my mind. So I'm going to use it is it's the equivalent of that junk drawer that you have in your kitchen that just collects everything under the sun. <laughs> and eventually you go, I have to deal with this because mm. um, I can't find everything I need. And I know it's in here somewhere. And so you take it and, and you kind of empty it out and you, you look at things in a, hopefully in a non-judgmental way. So, I mean, I know that's a really bad analogy, but again, it's the first thing that popped in my head. So I'm like, all right, well, let's, let's, let's roll with it. But yeah, so you know, it sounds like, you know, with, with the people that you work with, you know, there's, you know, obviously they're bringing in some things. And one of the things you said, which I see a lot, not only in, in people that are, um, you know, working on their self-care and, and taking better care of themselves, but even in organizations mm. where they'll bring people in and they say, okay, this is what our problem is. And when we get in there, we realize, yeah, that is an issue you're dealing with, but there's something else going on and there's maybe a lot of things going on and you start kind of peeling back the layers a little bit and realize, yeah, the reason why you have this issue is because of these 10 other things that are going on. So how, how, do, you, how do you approach that with people when they come to you and they say, okay, this is what I'm going on. And then you, you start discovering, oh, okay, wait a minute. There's something a little bit deeper here. We'll be back to the show in a moment. But first, I want to let you know today's show is brought to you by our wonderful sponsor, CloudHQ. With CloudHQ, you get access to over 20,000 influencers that have been curated by brands just like yours. If you're a brand, you know how difficult it is to find and connect with the influencers that your audience already knows and trusts. That's why I suggest you get CloudHQ. When you sign up today, you get access to over 20,000 influencers on Instagram. You can see loads of data about their profile and engagement rates before you reach out, and you have direct access to their contact information so you can reach out to them on or off the platform. When you reach out to them on the platform, they offer automation tools so you can reach out to a bunch of those influencers at one time. This will save you a lot of time and I guarantee it'll pay for itself in the first year. For Breakfast Leadership listeners, I'm offering a special discount. Normally, an enterprise subscription would go for over $1,500 a year. My friends at CloudHQ are offering a subscription for just $499 a year. That's a savings of over $1,000. You can sign up today by using the discount code BREAKFAST and save, like I said, over $1,000 a year. CloudHQ is a wonderful option for any brands that are looking to influence their marketing and looking to get their program off the ground. So sign up today using the link in our show notes and use the code BREAKFAST and let me know what you think. Like I said, I guarantee it'll pay for itself in its first year. CloudHQ is an amazing offer and it's a good option for anybody that's interested in influencer marketing. Now back to the show. Exactly. I mean, the people that come to me know that I am coming from a spiritual angle. They may have gone to normal talking therapy for a while and not had any bit you know major result they've still got the problem uh, and I'm actually a trained therapist and I also found that you know my work is much deeper and quicker than regular talking therapy which tends to just move the furniture around basically <laughs> um, 
So, you know, someone comes to me, for example, this lady, she came with um, her husband kept calling her stupid. And every time he called her stupid, she would take it in like an arrow, you know, and feel really hurt. And, and she was really depressed and crying. And she just wanted to just come to be heard, I guess, at that point. You know, she just wanted someone to listen to her pain. Um, but we dove deeper. And then we discovered, you know, what was at the root of that kind of um, low self-worth, low self-value, you know, coming from childhood, the way that she was treated as a child and what she'd learned, you know, that she wasn't important and, you know, the parents are more important and all of that. Um, so she managed to um, get in touch with her true power uh, because when we, this kind of work that we do, you connect with your bigger awareness, with the awareness of yourself as you know, pure joy, pure essence, pure love, you know, as an experiential knowing of the truth of who you are. And from that place, you can see that you've actually been playing out these aspects that you've learned them or they've been conditioned into you, but you don't have to take them seriously anymore. So what happened? She went to, uh, you know, back to her home and her husband, you know, called her stupid a few more times, but then she wasn't taking it on board. Something had completely changed. And, and she actually said, oh, interesting point of view you have there it's not my point of view <laughs> so you know the, the insults were hurling past her rather than you know being drawn in as arrows so after a very short while it was less than a week in fact he stopped calling her stupid and their um, relationship got more intimate and, and, and almost like a second honeymoon occurred at that point and then it was playing out at work. So because she had low self-esteem, less boundaries at work, she was being bullied at work, you know, couldn't um, negotiate a better position for herself. But she was so amazed by the work that we'd done together that she then, she created a new position for herself and she started to teach mindfulness in the workplace. And take note, this was a multinational geeky corporation in you know the the field of chemicals you know not the kind of place you'd normally you know be interested in that kind of thing but she set it up and she's now teaching mindfulness internationally within the corporation that is such an amazing story a transformation of someone that like you said those little you know jabs of being called stupid and arrows those accumulate over time and it reminded me of a, a childhood friend of mine and he was uh, with in a big family, uh, but he was born significantly later than his siblings. And I witnessed, you know, growing up, you know, him being picked on, not only by his siblings, but even the parents and some of the backhanded commentary that I would see. Mm. And it, it took a toll on him emotionally. Um, and he's had, you know, some challenges as an adult. And I, you know, trace them back just visually seeing it, you know, to those experiences where mm. just over, you know, period of the first, you know, 20 something years of his life, you know, to that point. And even, you know, even, you know, within the last, I would say, decade or so, um, when I saw him and was at a, a family function uh, that was going on, you know, I, you know, some of his, you know, siblings were still doing it and, you know, I think a lot of times they think, no, we do it just, you know, out of jest and, you know, we love them and all that stuff. I'm like, yeah, but what you're doing is you are slowly eating away at, you know, this person's soul and, and the way that they go about living and it impacts 
other things in life. And you know, I saw it with my own four eyes. So it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, and it, it, it disturbed me um, even at a young age because I didn't grow up in an environment like that. Um, and you know, my parents and family and uh, friends and everybody else was always nurturing. There was no, you know, picking on maybe, you know, a childish, you know, practical joke or something like that. Just, you know, to play, you know, playful type of thing that wouldn't harm or upset anybody or demean anyone. Uh, but that would be the extent of it. Um, there was never anything that would hurt. And if, if for some reason they took it the wrong way, you owned it and you apologized and said, I, it was never my intent to hurt you. I am sorry that my actions did that. Um, I hope that you'll be able to forgive me. And I mean, that's, you know, how we were raised. And, you know, so I, it was on my, not necessarily it was on my radar, but I notice when I encounter environments like that where there's constantly jabbing and picking on and all that in it, it bothers me. You know, it's like, it doesn't have to be that way. And it, it, you know, from you know my standpoint, you know, knowing that you have, you know, this, you know, this skill set and this opportunity to do that. Now it's on my radar to say, okay, you know, talk to the individual that's on the receiving end of it. Say, I want, it would be nice for you to have a, a conversation with somebody that I know, because this is not right. Um, and, you know, we can get past this. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled that you do this work because it's so desperately needed. And if people would um, take advantage of these um, skills that you have and the training and all of that, um, you know, just big picture here, I'm just imagining how dramatically different our world would be if people would be in the right frame set, you know, from a mind, body, and soul. I, I think the conflicts we would see, the bickering we see, the Fox News versus CNN stuff, all of that garbage that we see in our world um, would be, one, gone, two, not tolerated, because people say, no, we're not going to behave in that matter. So, yeah, uh, yeah. love will reign instead of fear. Exactly, you know? exactly. Yeah, you said about, you know, that, you, that scenario of someone saying, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hurt you, you know, this isn't my intention or whatever, or, you know, maybe even it was, but I'm sorry that I did that. And, you know, coming to a completion, because that's part of the process of the work that I do as well. We have imaginary conversations. So, you know, for example, if somebody's got um, a memory of when they were five years old and they were, uh, being you know bullied by a, a brother for example <clears throat> they go back to that time and they have a conversation with their brother at those ages to you know to explore how they feel and to complete what they didn't get to say at that time and they hear the apology and that you know and everything comes to completion they're able to forgive and let go and it no longer needs to affect them in the present it's really powerful stuff well i agree yeah and, uh, I, and uh, one of the things that jumps out at me is um probably again, pardon the pun here, but the pure joy you must experience when you see someone transform from where they were to where they are now based on you helping them work through these things that they've been bringing along with them for, in many cases, decades. Yes, indeed. indeed. So, Joy, where can people find out more about you and the awesome work that you're doing and, and how they can... Uh, connect with you. 
Yeah, lovely. Uh, my site, uh, website is called Truly Transformational. So it's trulytransformational.co.uk. Uh, also, if you want to meet me on Facebook, my Facebook page is called Truly Transformational as well. And I have a Facebook group called Truly Transformational. So yeah, <laughs> it's easy enough to find me. Or you can find me at LinkedIn on Joy Idris as well. So plenty places there. Awesome. And audience, I'll have all of those links in the show notes. So okay. Joy, thank you again. Uh, it was great to meet you in person. I'm, I'm glad that we are connected and stay connected. Um, I, I love the work you're doing because it changes lives. And that's, yeah. you know, I think that's where, you know, we resonate as, you know, we, we see things um, where people are not living the lives that they deserve to live. Yeah. And we have, thankfully, a, a gift. And I, I look at it as that, as a gift to be able to help them transform from where they are to where they want and deserve to be. And when we have that gift, um, it's it's wonderful to be able to share it uh, with others. So thank you for all that you do and, and continued success with everything. Thank you, Michael. It's been lovely being here and chatting to you. And, uh, maybe we can do it again sometime. Likewise. And until next time, everybody, be well. Hey, it's Michael again. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. If you're like many people, you're dealing with some significant stress and possibly approaching burnout. I know how you feel. In 2009, my burnout led to a year of worst-case scenarios. I do not want that to happen to you. If you go to breakfastleadership.com, you can register for a free webinar on burnout prevention, as well as get a free checklist to have successful mornings. Start off each day the right way. Again, that's at breakfastleadership.com. Also, since you are a loyal podcast listener, I'm asking you to like, rate, and review my podcast on iTunes. I look at all the reviews and appreciate your comments, and it helps other potential listeners discover the content I have on the show. I appreciate you, and thanks again for listening.